Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Good evening, everybody. This is Mel, bro, and I will be your pastor slash priest for this evening. And I'm joined with Brian, Muff, Sproul, and Darkside. Today, having the official funeral to mourn the death of a great man and a video game icon. Great. A man by the name of Mario. Mm. Mario was born 1981 and died on March 31st, 2021. He was a great hey, leader and a great man of honor who never betrayed those who he cared about. He lived his life. (laughs) (laughs) He lived his life as a plumber, laying pipe for 40 years throughout the Mushroom (laughs) Kingdom. (laughs) No kids, though. He now leaves behind a brother named Luigi, his pet dinosaur Yoshi, and a bad bitch named Peach that never showed him any love. Ooh, I know that bitch. (laughs) Please all, let's bow our head. Moment of silence to our hero, motherfucking Mario. Rest in peace, bro. I'm just here for the food after, but alright. It's all beautiful, right, pass, bro. It over to, pass it over to Brian. Uh, take us through some discussions tomorrow on this uh, great man's death. Alright, thanks, Mel, bro. That was, that was touching, beautiful. Um, so the reason why we are together on this momentous occasion of the death of a video game icon is because... There's a lot of stuff going around on the internet that that Mario's death day is March 31st. And the reason for that is because some of the the celebrations that have been done for his 35th anniversary are being discontinued. And primarily that is Super Mario 3D All-Stars is not only being taken off – well, it's not being taken off store shelves, but it's no longer going to be shipped to the stores. And it's also going to be removed digitally, and that's something that is not really seen – where a company will plan to remove a digital product off of their, you know, digital store shelf. And then not only that, but also um, the uh, what? Oh, the, the Mario 35, that, Mario that 35. Battle yeah, Royale Mario type game. Yeah, Mario 35 is also being discontinued as well. When as far as I know, like Tetris 99 is still up and running. Um, so what are you guys' thoughts on uh, Nintendo's decision to remove those two games at one, one the other, this month? One other quick thing, too. So I know they have some actual Nintendo stores in Japan. They're physically removing them from the shelves in the actual Nintendo stores. Like, they're vicious, man. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're physically so, removing them from the stores. I don't know what they're going to do with the extra stock, but, yeah, they're, they're physically removing them. Sounds like Mario getting canceled. <laughs> Been done something. But yeah, it's kind of um, it's, I don't know. It's a weird move from Nintendo, man. It's kind of fucked up, man. Um, yeah, I think it's it, stupid. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's like if somebody, you know, if hey, there's a Mario game, I want to buy it for you know someone's birthday or for Christmas or whatever. It's like you can't do it anymore because some arbitrary date happened, so you can't do it. Doesn't make any why, sense. Why? Yeah. Why are they doing it? What like? What's the reasoning? I I'm mean, guessing if, it's driving up sales, probably. I mean, Nintendo if I to, got a Nintendo, that's why. Ain't if no I had reason. to guess, I would say that they're eventually going to release those games in some other form. Whether it is they come out with the N64 version of the Super Nintendo and the regular Nintendo Switch Online, 
and they give it away for free, and they thought that that would be ah. look bad if. Well, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, or you know, maybe they are just going to to start selling N64 games and GameCube games and Wii games, and they just didn't want that to conflict with the the compilation that they've got. I really, that's the only thing I can think of for why they would remove it. Otherwise, I, I really have no idea why they would do that. And then Mario 35, I mean, I could see eventually you want to take it down just because if you think there's not enough people playing it, that the user experience, if you can't get reliably 35 people to join without waiting in a lobby, like that's not a good experience. But I would imagine it's still very popular right now. But otherwise, I, I have no idea why why they're making that decision. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's been a man. long time coming. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, did I like anybody else games have being preserved? Darkseid, he hasn't opened it yet, though. Oh, yeah, it's sitting over there, sealed for the next 20 years. <laughs> so, there you go, Darkseid. You should be happy because that's going to drive up the value. In 20 years, it'll be worth $70 instead that's of $60. Right. Is the value going up at all because they're not selling, selling the physical copies? I bet – I mean probably not now uh, because it's still available, but I would bet that it'll probably spike in a few months and whether or not people actually buy those. But I'm sure scalpers are going to try and sell it for more. But yeah, what, whether or not that's going to like long-term raise the price of that game, uh, I would be surprised if it did because I'm sure they've sold millions of copies already. Well, what would you sell yours for, Darkseid? Uh, it would have to be how much did it cost originally? Sixty bucks. I believe it was sixty. Yeah. It's currently uh, brand new and sealed, worth forty six. So not <laughs> off to a good start. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. uh, I don't know, hundred bucks. You know, ten years down the road. You know, anything as long as I sold it for more than I bought it, I'd be happy. Uh, yeah. Any other thoughts on uh? On the discontinuing of those two games, I know Melbro, you said something you like to see games preserved, right? That... Yeah, just, you know, there's so many you know games that just kind of get lost out there. I mean, you don't really have a means to play those games anymore. So, like for instance, Mario Galaxy, I had a blast with, but like it's hard to even play the Wii nowadays with you know modern day TV. So it was nice to have them you know bring that out on Switch, but then for them to take it away, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. yeah. It... Go ahead. No, you go, Darkseid. I was just going to say, Nintendo, you know, is known for disappointing fans for decades <laughs> on the end. You know, everybody's like, oh, I want to play this game. Why don't they do an HD port of this? Or why don't they re-release that? And it just doesn't happen, you know? Oh, I want to play Metroid Prime, but oh, too bad. You got to go get a GameCube, you know, and go find No, they re-released that on the Wii. They re-released that on the Wii. How old's the Wii? 15 years old? <laughs> I mean... They'll yeah. re-release it eventually. Uh, well, uh, the yeah. thing is, they, they don't re-release it. Darkseid's going to complain. If they re-release it every generation, Darkseid's going to complain and say, <laughs> oh, it's just a cash look, grab. So I'll they complain. will never win I'll complain if they half-ass the release like they did with 3D All-Stars. They're like, what's the bare minimum that we can do to release the Mario games? Oh, we'll make them HD. We won't crop them to fit widescreen televisions or anything like that. We'll just release it as it was with just the minimal amount of prettiness. And then we'll charge 60 bucks for it. And by the way, we'll turn it into a fucking Disney movie and make it only available for a limited time. And then maybe down the road, we may, you know, jerk you off again and give you another copy in some form. 
So it sounds like you weren't pleased with the direction they took with it, but you still bought it, right? What's your yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a little bitch, and I'll still buy it, but I don't like that that's the way they did it. Let I me mean, draw the yes. scenario. What if, um, okay, 31st Mario dies, and they say, you know, all the games are not going to be you know, available at that point. Well, then what if they come out the next day? April Fool's, uh, game's still available. Fuck you guys. Would you be more pissed or, or happy? I would assume that that only happened because they got pressure from some business, you know, man or some, you know, uh, not because of fans. They don't give a shit about what the fans say, but probably like they assumed that they were going to make more money because that's the only thing that drives Nintendo was money. Taking <laughs> that drives every children. company. That drives yeah. every single company. I don't. Yeah, but it drives Sony's them more than anybody. Sony's not out to make money. <laughs> yeah, the, but, You're out of your know, damn mind. Nintendo's out to make more money. You know, like. They're vindictive, you know, like, oh, don't use our promotional material in YouTube videos. Otherwise, we'll we'll try to sue you. Bullshit like that. That's who Nintendo really is. But, uh, yeah. We're so, not sponsored by Nintendo uh, on this podcast, huh? Oh, we're not putting anything <laughs> Nintendo up here. We know a lot. We only have one sponsor. They got no money coming in, not either, now. <laughs> Booty bibs. But yeah, if that happened, it would not be because of anything that a fan or that the fans did. It would be purely business reasons, and uh, they would make it out like it was the whole plan the whole time. But when in fact, you know, they're just indecisive and have no no future. Anyways, continue. Well, I don't think they'd make it out to be that it was the plan the whole time. It would be like a Microsoft thing where Microsoft wanted to charge double for Xbox Live, and then they backpedal and say, oh, we, we <laughs> listen to our fans. I mean, that's what it would be if Nintendo decided to reverse it. It would be they listened to – it was the same thing with the uh, the NES Classic Mini when that was extremely limited yeah. when it first came out. And then they, ended, they did eventually re-release it because yeah. they said that they had underestimated the demand. It would be something similar to that's that. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Which, by the way, I think the Game & Watch, the Mario Game & Watch is going to be discontinued, so you guys better go out and buy that right now <laughs> if you want to get your hand on that. I actually thought that was still on uh, Target.com if you guys did want to get it. You okay. guys better rush out and buy that. <laughs> go rush out and get it. <laughs> it's all bullshit. It, it's, it's just a fucking ploy. It doesn't make no damn sense to take something off of digital. You ain't taking up no thing space. It's just digital and, sh- and you be buying. It's, it's well, making done. a lot of valid It'll points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they always try to pull some bullshit like this. It's just They get everybody talking, and they're doing a good job. Got us bitches waking up, talking. <laughs> waking up at 9 o'clock on Sunday night. <laughs> Man, you don't know what it's like running around Final Fantasy XIV all by yourself all day. <laughs> Must not wrong though. I mean, this is an artificial demand. You know, like they, they could it's be like, like any other normal company and just like here's the game. We'll stop selling them and stop making them when people stop buying them. But instead, they're like everything's going to be for a limited time. Create an artificial demand. You know, and there it is. It, Does Disney it is still do that? Like Disney. Nothing oh, like yeah, it's, ve- it's very much like Disney. Now, I don't know if Disney still does that because they have Disney Plus and their whole catalog is available digitally. But before that, back in the days of VHS and even on DVD, they used yeah. to do that shit all the time where they would advertise it's going back in the vault. So, I mean, it's similar to that. Now, Nintendo hasn't stated 
anything about a vault and you know whether or not this will come out event later on in the future which eventually it will be available at some point maybe not this specific compilation but you'll be able to get mario 64 in hd at some point in the future again brian you're assuming that you're assuming a guarantee i guarantee that (laughs) so the tactic may be similar but nintendo ain't breaking out new shit to make you cream your pants every freaking friday disney be doing that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Nintendo's doing Speak Switch for port. yourself, man. I Nintendo's made me cream multiple times. So. You flip that Tetris block and you're like, oh. Brian saw Bowser's Fury and just all of a sudden went from six to midnight. <laughs> I didn't actually double dip on that one, so I do have some some level of restraint. Anyway, um, so I think we've talked a good amount about. You know, the demise of Mario, the death of Mario. Let's take a look back at some of the fond memories that we've had. Darkseid, if in your black soul you can come up with some shred of dignity and talk something nice about (laughs) Mario, that would be super. Um, But let's look back at at his younger years. So, you know, the Donkey Kong through the Super Nintendo era, kind of the classic era. What kind of of memories do you guys have with Mario Uh. during that time? I'll say it right away, that motherfucker's legacy is built off that 8-bit cartridge that come with the Nintendo only because they included Duck Hunt with it. In my house, we were shooting up the <laughs> TV screen all damn time. Ducks, the dog, clay pigeons. That's the only way Mario got anything to put the damn old Duck Hunt up in it. So without Duck Hunt, Mario is a failure. Mario would be what, nothing without that. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> And I appreciate you understanding. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I did play a lot of Duck Hunt. I will say something about the 8-bit. Like, uh, I think I spoke about this in the uh, the Mustache podcast, is that I got Mario at NES right when it came out when I was a kid. And I had no idea what the fuck that game was, because I was playing games like Pac-Man, like Asteroids, Combat. Games that, like, you're stuck on a screen, and you're just moving within that screen. Um, I had no concept of a side-scrolling platformer. Like, no fucking idea. Like, I remember looking at the back of the box, and I was asking my cousin, like, what do you do here? Like, where do you go? And he's like, you keep on running to the right. I'm like, I had, like, no idea what the fuck that was. So, um, <laughs> this, playing that and actually playing it, and, like, going from, like, left to right and jumping on things and getting to an end of a level and jumping on that flag and progressing was, like... Fucking mind blowing to me when I when I came back when I came out like in the late eighties. Had no idea games were like that. So I had kind of a similar experience where like I grew up on the Atari twenty six hundred like that's what my parents had. And when I went to a neighbor's when I was probably like I don't know four or five years old, they had a Nintendo and I played Super Mario Brothers the first one and yeah it blew my mind because on the Atari you're right it's all single screen experiences. The closest thing is like Pitfall. Where you're still, when you get to the end of the screen, it jumps to a new screen. It's yeah. not that persistent scrolling. So when I played Super Mario Brothers at the neighbor's house, I was like, holy shit, this is incredible. And then I like, it was like shortly thereafter, I got one for Christmas. Um, but that, yeah, that was uh, an amazing experience seeing that. Same here, man. I played it, you know, uh, when I was younger. My older sister had got a Nintendo for Christmas. So I used to sneak in and play it whenever I could when she didn't let me. Uh, you know, whenever she wasn't, you know, paying attention. <laughs> so, man, it, it was just so dope, man. I've never seen anything like that, man. And just like Sprower mentioned, just, you know, scrolling to the right, 
And I feel like everybody just like once you saw Mario for the first time, you were just attached to it, man. It, it really transcended. And I feel like put video games on the map at that point. It really made it like a, a household thing. Mm-hmm. And all yeah. like the secrets that you could find and things right. like that. Like, yeah, it was it was all oh, the warp worlds. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I got uh, a Nintendo 64, or not a Nintendo 64, an original Nintendo when I was a kid also. Got it on Christmas. Uh, my parents had already hooked it up in the living room, so when we came down, we were, like, surprised. Uh, <laughs> came with Mario, Duck Hunt, and they got Excite Bike also, and uh, shit, there was another one, but I can't remember. But anyway. Maybe. Track huh? and Field. No, not Track and You remember oh, that I don't remember what it was. It doesn't matter. Point is that uh, we played Mario and Duck Hunt a ton. Um, found out about the uh, the warp level somehow. Somebody knew something, you know, you know, some other kid in school or whatnot. And yeah, I mean, it was it's part of your childhood, you know, Mario. So how about uh, the Super Nintendo? When did when did you guys get exposed to Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo? Can we talk about Mario Brothers two first? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, two or three. Yeah, that's a good point, if you guys have memories of those. Because two, because that game was kind of controversial, right? Because two in the U.S. is different from two in Japan. Yeah, yeah. And Which uh, was unknown to a lot of people until that Super Mario All-Stars came out. Yeah. Right, I had no idea when I, again, I played this on the original NES when it came out, and uh, I really loved this game. I really liked it. I know it got a bit of a backlash from what I remember. Um but to me, it was a fun game, and the ending like really stuck out to me. Like mm-hmm. when I finished that game, and it's like all a dream, and Mario's in the sleeping. I was like, "What?" It was kind of like a, <laughs> a bit of a mind fuck for a little kid. Like this was this all a dream? <laughs> yeah, it's to this day one of my all-time favorite sequels. You know, I love being able to play four different characters, and they all had their special abilities and whatnot. Picking up, you know, fucking roots and you know mm-hmm. turnips and throwing them at things. I didn't like that fucking part of game. Mario, best part for me of Mario 2 is you, Luigi jump and you see them legs, the legs start <laughs> running like they on a bicycle. <laughs> there was it was a snowy day in high school. Got off the bus and we had to stay in the like main way and uh, uh, snow's melting off people's feet and this dude's leaning and just enough snow melted to where he slipped. And I see them damn bicycle feet from Luigi go when he goes and goes. <laughs> <laughs> just crash to the ground. I said, Luigi, just drop. That motherfucker was pissed. <laughs> 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 what the damn <laughs> was playing see, Mario oh. 2 when he was in high school. He's old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you said you didn't like Mario 2, Melvin? No, I didn't, man. I was just so used to the first one, man. I wanted to jump on the character on the enemy's head and kill him, but then you have to pick him up and throw stuff at him. I just, I think it was too hard for me too as, as a little child. I never really revisited it, so that was off-putting. Like when you start playing and you jump on their heads and then like nothing yeah, happens. It's not working. You just keep walking around. <laughs> you, know. you should give yeah. it a shot, Melvin. It, I mean, yeah, it's I a solid game. It's still fun to play. Mario Three was my jam, man. Mario 3 was amazing. I remember going to Toys R Us and we picked that up and um, I, I forget, it was like 40 or 50 bucks at the time. It was expensive, like looking back on it. Um, but yeah, that was, I remember playing the shit out of Mario 3. Yeah, I never owned Mario 3, but I had a neighbor who uh, was 45 and I went over to his house and uh, oh boy, we, 
No, I'm just kidding. He wasn't 45. He was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a kid from school. And I went over to his house and he had that. So we played that all the time. And there's no save on that one either. So you really had to utilize those warp whistles. Otherwise, if you play through Mario 3 from start to finish and don't warp, I mean, it's several hour game with no save function or password feature. Right. Uh, all right, so let's transition into uh, – you guys have any memories with uh, Super Nintendo and Super Mario World? Yeah, definitely, man. I feel like that was the best 2D Mario, even to date. Uh, you know, Super Mario World, when they introduced Yoshi, and it was just, like, game-changing, man. Like, so many secrets. Um, you know, putting a cape and flying above the levels to you know, hitting levels. Um, and then, you know, you would have to, like, even like even if you beat a level, sometimes you wouldn't progress. You'd have to find, like, a, a secret way to beat the level to get to the next to the next uh, section of the of the map, I just thought it was so complex and and there was so much um so much complexity to just a, a Mario game that it made it you know just for hours. Yeah, it's my favorite Mario game of all time. Um, I first when I first saw it again, I was went to a neighbor's house and I didn't have a Super Nintendo and he was playing Super Mario World and I saw him access the Star Road. And I was like, what the hell is this? Right, He's like, right. oh, it's a whole other secret world that warps around <laughs> and things like that. I mean, it was so cool. Brian's like, what the hell is this? He immediately goes home and starts yelling at his parents. <laughs> like, you owe me this. You know. <laughs> Which was weird because as a kid, I uh, I was a, a Sega Genesis kid. I had Sega Genesis. I had Sega Game Gear. I mean, I skipped the Super Nintendo for a long time, but I that – Memory stuck with me for a while of seeing that Star Star Road at my uh, at my neighbor's place. Yeah, I actually skipped the Super Nintendo. Also, I got a Super Nintendo after I got a Nintendo 64, uh, and uh, I got it on clearance. And I was like, I'm gonna play all these games, and I ended up getting, you know, Mario. And then I got also uh, uh, what's that one with all the first three Mario games, and then the Lost World. Yeah, Super levels. Mario All-Stars. Yeah, I got that. And uh, played uh, Super Mario World a lot. Lots of fun. I don't know why it took me so damn long to get it. It was already when I was out of high school. So. I love the evolution of the games, too. You know, going from... what Wasn't there an original Mario Brothers game, or no? Yeah, no, it was an arcade okay. game. Right. Yeah, where you... Uh, it's That's a single-screen experience where there's, like, crabs and Koopas that are walking on platforms and then you hit underneath of them to flip them over and then right. you run up and you like kick right. them. Yeah. That Mike Tyson's like punch Donkey out. Kong ones, all right? That's what What's I What's up? Christmas. Mike Tyson's punch out. Continue. <laughs> What'd you say, Melbro? That sounds similar to the Donkey Kong game though, right? Uh, well, Donkey Kong, you're just trying to make your way to the top of the screen, dodging barrels and stuff. But this one came later and it's where you're just trying to clear off all the enemies from a single screen. And it's also two players, so somebody can play as Luigi, and then you're both trying to see who can like defeat all the enemies the fastest. Okay. I love just the progression in those games because you know they kept the essence of Mario, but every game was like a brand new experience. From from Mario Brothers to Super Mario Brothers to two to three to Super Mario World, like it was such just. Um, just they're so innovative from game to game to game with with keeping like the core elements together, which I thought was just cool. Like it was just it was still Mario, but a brand new experience. And going to Mario 64, just they did a really good job with the whole series. Yeah, should we jump into the uh, the middle years then, the Nintendo 64 through the Wii era? Uh, what were your guys' memories with 
the Nintendo 64. And Mario 64. Hey, Mario. My mustache, man. Mario 64. <laughs> <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> On that intro screen. Everyone, I'm sure, just spent, you know, at least probably hours of their childhood just playing with Mario's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that was mind-blowing, man. Just saw um, that, that jump from NES, uh, SNES to 64, and you seeing Mario running around in 3D. Was that really like the first open world game? I guess. I mean, it was the first one that was done well. I mean, there were other, like, like Bubsy 3D came out really close to Mario 64, but Bubsy 3D is like a steaming pile of shit. <laughs> and then Mario 64 was really well. So, you know, whether or not it was the very first one, I don't, you know, probably not. But it was definitely the first one that did it well, like that full yeah. 3D, like, platforming movement. And it was yeah. mind-blowing, man. You can go, like, in any order, like, to collect the stars. You can jump from level to level. It was just amazing, man. Yeah, just running, around, just running around that um, courtyard, like Princess Peach's castle. I, I didn't have an N64 <laughs> as a kid. But I went to Bash's house when he got it, and I would just play in like after school, like every day. I'd go to his house and play Mario 64, and just like run around. And uh, yeah, it was super fun. Using my Bash for sex and Nintendo, man. <laughs> um, we didn't own uh, Mario 64, but my brother worked at a video store which rented uh, 64 games. And circus so, video. Circus video, yeah. Wow. So he. Uh, kind of had that rented out for a while <laughs> until they ended up closing and then his weird bullshit conscience made him return it even though there was nobody there ex- <laughs> there was fucking videotapes outside the building people were just tossing <laughs> having them there and he's like I gotta return it I could get in trouble and I'm like do you see all this shit out here ain't nobody <laughs> nobody cares nobody's paying attention <laughs> yeah and so we lost it so I ended up getting it years later you okay. owned it. You owned an N64 and did not own Mario 64, huh? Well, yeah, we were getting games for free. We didn't own a lot of games. Oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, um, so what year did Mario 64 come out? Do you recall? 96. Yeah. 96. All right. So this is gonna age me, but I was in community college at the time, and I would skip class to go to Toys R Us because they had a running N64 before it came out. <laughs> And they had the game set up, and you could play it. So I'd have, like, classic 9 in the morning, and rather than go to class, I'd just go to Toys R Us right when they open, when there's nobody there, and just play the game <laughs> for, like, I don't know, a couple hours. Because I was just so blown away by it. Like, like the original Mario, Super Mario Brothers on NES, the side-scrolling platformer, I'd never played an open-world game before. So it was just so crazy with the controller and um, how it had, like, the, the dual sticks. You can go anywhere and jump jump everywhere and explore the entire section without just going, just having that uh, left to right scrolling and it's going anywhere you could in the game. Um, and then having those huge bosses and stuff. It was, uh, it was definitely a mind blowing experience. Um, I skipped school to play it and it was worth it. <laughs> Touche. To this day, I still can't get past that bullshit camera. <laughs> it's really not <laughs> that bad. Man. Uh, Terrible. For today's standards, it's hard, but yeah, I mean, back then it was, yeah, it wasn't that bad. And Spyro you, was better. How about you, Muff? You play any Mario 64? The, the Nintendo 64 served one person purpose, and that was WrestleMania 2000. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good game. <laughs> 
I was more of a WCW NWO Revenge guy. Me too. Me too. They they created character mode uh, on WrestleMania 2000 was awesome, and uh, I was part of a backyard wrestling federation in high school, and uh, just be to be able to rebuild all your characters from back then and have matches, kind of like what you guys see me doing with the fight night now and (laughs) with us fighting. I've always loved to do shit like that, so. Yeah, Did you actually uh, wrestle? Six. Huh? You actually wrestled? Yeah, I fucking broke my foot in half wrestling. <laughs> and I, I wrestled two more matches with the broken foot later that day. Yeah, to sew his foot back on, it was broken in half. <laughs> By God, he's broken in half. You guys know that? <laughs> Classic uh, Undertaker, Mankind. That was anyway. rough, top of the cage. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Muff, we're going to do that revival that you kept talking about. You guys what get together rival? again and wrestle. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Um, so then the GameCube um, came out, and this was where I started to then get Nintendo systems at launch. And then this was also the first Nintendo system that did not have a Mario game at launch. So after it came out, I believe in November, then we had to wait um, – you know, until almost a full year. I think August is when Super Mario Sunshine came out. Uh, did any of you guys have uh, any experience with Super Mario Sunshine when it first came out? Replayed it to this day? Nope. I, I do remember a lot of people thinking that Nintendo was going to go out of business because they didn't have a <laughs> Mario game at launch. Like, oh, it's the biggest mistake they could ever make. You know, <laughs> dumb shit like that. But uh, I did play uh, Super Mario Sunshine for a little bit. Um, it was a pretty fun. I liked it. I, I didn't finish it, but uh, at that point, I was more... Uh, I don't know. I had different tastes. I wasn't really a platformer guy. See, I was in college, and I was definitely um, avoiding my schoolwork while I played Super Mario Sunshine. And I, I remember when it came out, I was uh, I was pretty happy with it. I mean, it gets a lot of criticism now, and I definitely like replaying it again. With the 3D All-Star collection, like, I see those flaws. But, I mean, I still think it's a lot of fun. But, yeah, back when it first came out, I was really pleased with it. So then after that, then the Wii comes out. The Wii uh, was a huge success. Again, out of the gate, it does not have a Mario game. It launches with Wii Sports and Zelda Twilight Princess. Um, So then Mario Galaxy comes out, I, I believe, like a year or two into its lifespan. Um, did anybody play Mario Galaxy when it first came out? I played it a so bit, but the, for some reason I never beat it. But yeah, I played it a little bit. Did you just talk about GameCube? Yeah, did you have more to say on the GameCube, Muff? On, on Mario and the GameCube? Yeah, the damn uh, the baseball. That was fucking brilliant. <laughs> you like the baseball game? You put all the damn Mario characters up in there and they got to play baseball. They all had different attributes and techniques. Oh, fun. Well, I had that game. Patch. I did not like it all that much. <laughs> I wouldn't use brilliant. I know I wouldn't say that. <laughs> if you want to take it back even further than that, I think one of my favorite all-time Mario games is the original Super Mario Kart. That was oh, amazing yeah. when it came out. Like That blew my mind, too. Not even being a fan of a racing game, but that game was just so fun for... For I think anybody who played it, if you're a racing fan, Mario fan, whatever, that game was just so fun and so easy to get into. 
we played Mario 64 when we were in high school was our game of choice. And we had off campus lunch so we could leave the school and go to lunch. And Kurt used to go and, you know, hang out with people at like Arby's or whatever, you know, the food places. But I was like, when we had the same <laughs> lunch period, I was like, dude, let's go to your house and uh, and play Mario 64 and uh, so, or Mario Kart 64. So that's what we would do. We'd go to his house during lunch and we'd play Mario Kart 64. You guys want to hear something crazy about uh, Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo? Yeah. The first time that I played that game was on the Nintendo 3DS when they gave it away. Oh. You had never played it before? Wow. Never in my life before that. That's crazy, man. And I played it, and I was yeah. like, what's this bullshit? And I never played it again. <laughs> Wait, Mario so... Kart for Super Nintendo? Yes. The one they gave away as an ambassador, that was the Game Boy Advance one. Oh, was it? That so have you played? even played the Super Nintendo one before? Never. I've never played it, apparently. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the, the one on the 3DS that they gave away, that was for the Game Boy Advance. That was not even Super Nintendo. Oh, shit. My Mario Kart experience start, started with the 64. Man. I mean, it's, now, man. it's Mine was a little hard 3DS. to go back to now. Yeah. What was yours, Muff? The 3DS. You had a Nintendo time. 3DS? Yeah, man, my kids are in their mid twenties. Yeah. And you had Mario had all Kart that on that shit. Yeah. So when the 3DS came out, played it. So when the 3DS huh? came out, your kids were in the twenties and you were in your forties, right? <laughs> Fucking dark side. <laughs> all right, let's let's steer things back to uh, Mario. On- I so was just on the text. You gotta go take a shit. <laughs> all right, should we hold off? <laughs> No, I'll keep going. All right. Um, so Mario Galaxy, so I'll tell a quick story. So I was I had just started dating Irma, who's now my wife, and she made some comments on our like second or third time that we went out saying like, oh, in three months, you're not going to want to spend any more time with me. You're going to be tired with me or something like that. And then I said, in three months, Mario Galaxy is coming out. So you're not going to see me for like a couple of weeks. <laughs> so don't worry about <laughs> me getting tired of you because I'm going to be oh, missing man. in action for a while. And uh, yeah, I remember just loving Mario Galaxy when it first came out. And then when the sequel came out, you know, I was thrilled because most of the time you only saw one Mario game per platform. And other than the original Nintendo, like Super Nintendo had only Super Mario World, unless you want to count Yoshi's Island, and then Mario 64, and then Mario Sunshine. So getting Mario Galaxy 2, which just took the same Galaxy formula, but like improved upon it was really, um, was really cool. Yeah, I definitely agree with everything Brian said. And um, I'll talk about uh, Mario Galaxy a lot more in our upcoming uh, Space Games episode, but just to summarize, man, it's probably the best Mario game I've ever played, um, and I've just recently played it. It's, it's really that fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, as far as the 3D ones, um, I'd say it's the best because it, um, I mean, it's not quite as, I mean, it's linear, but it doesn't feel quite as linear as, um, like, you know, Super Mario 3D World. Um but it's not the the open world. They struck like a perfect balance between. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I did end up buying uh, uh, Super Mario Galaxy for the Wii and uh, played it for about an hour or two. And those motion controls, man. <laughs> Nintendo fucked that game up good. 
<laughs> the motion never, controls never were played a bit. It again. Yeah, because in that one, to do the twirl, you also had to spin the Wii remote, which you do not have to do that in the recent port. So yeah, the motion controls were a bit much, but not enough to ruin you know one of the best games of all time. But for oh, some man. people that have very low threshold for that kind of thing, I suppose. <laughs> I want to be able to control a game like a human, not like a fucking, I don't know. Twirling your hips. Yeah, twirling around or something. (laughs) All right, so then we're we're getting into Mario's twilight years. He's getting old. He's getting tired. Uh, The Wii U comes out, not his finest moment, um, but Super Mario 3D World, uh, which I think a lot of people are experiencing for the first time because of the re-release on the Switch. Um have any of you guys played that on the Switch yet? Maybe no, like 30 minutes or so for me. Not much yet, though. No no interest at all. I've heard, about, I've heard great things about Battle of the Fury, though. I'm excited to check that out. All right, cool. So not much to say <laughs> about the Wii U. Um, so then getting into the Switch, Mario's, you know, his last hurrah before he dies on March 31st, 2021, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. So this was a huge game when it came out. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on Super Mario Odyssey? It's overrated. Everyone knows that. Continue. <laughs> All you gotta do is been say Mario, you know, overrated. A little step on top. Chick, <laughs> chick, too. And you got the vicious man gonna shit on a man at a funeral? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. Man. <laughs> I'm a man of honor. I ain't gonna start spitting lies at the bitch. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I thought Mario Odyssey was cool, man. Um, I like the little, you know, hat mechanic, um, you know, to turn into different creatures. I thought that was a nice spin on a, on a 3D Mario. Kind of added a lot of, you know, um, variety, but, you know, changing into the different, you know, characters. Too many moons. I, I didn't like that aspect of it. I felt like it was too overwhelming to collect all the moons. So I wish they would slim that down a little bit and made it, you know, more thoughtful. But uh, otherwise, a, a decent game. Anybody else play it? I'm going to say the play, you know, I, I I have just recently got back in, into Nintendo. I, I was a big Nintendo fan when I was a kid. Had the NES, Super NES, uh, GameCube, and or N64, and then the GameCube is where I kind of dropped off with Nintendo and jumped into Xbox and PlayStation. But just getting a Switch last year, it's kind of rekindled my love of Nintendo. So I'm looking forward to playing it. I think I'll eventually play Odyssey at the very least. Um the re-release is vaulted, so I, I'm not allowed to play it, so I won't play those. <laughs> uh, but I'll play Odyssey, and I'm looking forward to playing it. One quick side note, Sparks reminded me of this when you were talking about uh, your, your newfound love for Nintendo. Um, Fire Emblem, they're also dying, man, and nobody's talking about that. So they uh, released that Fire Emblem original collection, I think. Um, and that's also going to be discontinued on the 31st. It was like the Famicom Fire Emblem, and they did an English translation of it finally. Brought that out in the U.S., but that's also going to be discontinued on the 31st. So. Was that, that a physical? Long. Yeah, yeah, it's a physical game. Oh, wow. Send me a link. I'll buy it right now. Uh, <laughs> it's it's dying. you never huh? play it. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea that they were doing that with Fire Emblem, too. Man, yeah, that's, yeah, that's done on the 31st also. Wild. Yeah, I had no idea. Because I think it's only like six bucks or something on the eShop, if I remember, or maybe ten. I don't think it's very much. Gosh, I hope yeah. this doesn't, doesn't become a trend. 
I just think it's, I don't know. Nintendo. We'll see what happens, but just Nintendo's trying. It's a strange trend in my opinion. Yeah, it is odd that they would, uh, Take shit away that they would you. do something like that. Yeah. I didn't mention this earlier, but usually like, uh, with digital games, especially, um, if you can't get a hold of a game, it's because of some rights issue or something yeah. like that. You know, like there was the whole Scott Pilgrim versus the world thing where it came out on the PlayStation 3, and for years you couldn't get it on that system or any other system until they figured out whatever the hell was going on, and then they all came to an agreement. And now you can get it. And that's my story. Yeah, you're right. There's been other, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think, came and went on some platforms. Um, there's been other weird stuff, like Donkey Kong Country on the Wii, I think, was removed for, like, a year or something, but then I think it finally came back. So it is, it is odd that, like, and I would assume that was a rights issue, too. I mean, could be with Rare or something. You know, I have no idea. Donkey Kong is a little more complicated than a Mario or a Fire Emblem that you think would be pretty straightforward. So it's definitely their choice to be removing it, not some kind of license thing. But Yeah, yeah, like anything based on a license, you know, uh, uh, The Godfather or Scarface or whatever, video games were made on those uh, properties, but. You know, we'll never get them re-released, you know, nowadays. So I, I think uh, that's going to bring us to the end here of our, our look back at Mario. You know, great man. Melvin, you did a great, great service to him in the intro. Anybody have any final thoughts or any, you know, what's your favorite Mario spinoff game? Mario is missing. <laughs> 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 I'll say uh, Paper Mario was a pretty fun one. Um, I like Super Mario RPG as well. Yeah, for me, it would probably have to be Mario Kart 64. But um, one of the underrated Mario games that people don't talk about is Mario Strikers. That's actually a pretty fun game, too, if you got it in the I never played that much, just very sparingly. That's a lot of fun. That's soccer, right? Yeah. See? It's just fucking... Put them in any sport, and it's just fun. <laughs> How about well. you, Brian? Uh, yeah, I'd probably have to go with either Super Mario RPG, or um, I would, uh, I'd have to say Super Mario Kart Double Dash. Mario Kart Double Dash. Uh, we just played so much of that in college, and uh, yeah, that that's yeah, it's janky going back to it now. Like the physics in that game are pretty pretty off the wall, but it, it's fun. I mean, Mario Kart 8, like I can't deny, is is the best one. But Double Dash, we just had a ton of good memories with that. I think I played Double Dash at uh, Gallop and Ghosts. Oh, do they have it set up? I think they do. Oh, yeah. So is the arcade version of Mario Kart, is that different than the home release versions? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you got the whole booth that you sit in and the steering right. wheel and the pedals. It's, They're it's different a lot games, different. too. Yeah, they're completely different games. The arcade game was pretty fun when you got four people on that machine at the same time. <laughs> yeah, the arcade game's pretty fun. I mean, it's like a crapshoot on who's going to win because the, the rubber banding is so like oh, bad yeah. where if you're in last place, you're, you're going to go like just twice as fast as the first place guy, so it's always close. But it's fun. It's fun to play. My favorite Mario spinoff would have to be uh, NBA Street Volume 3 for the GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> that was when they were shoehorning Mario into games because they were like, we don't have online like PlayStation and Xbox, but you can play as Princess Peach in Mario in, in yeah, yeah. Street. 
I thought that was hilarious. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bizarre. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it in our, our look back at, at Mario's life. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, Muff, do you want to let people know where they can find us on social media? You find us uh, Twitter, Beat of the Month. Facebook, Beat of the Month. Instagram, Beat of the Month. <laughs> you sound more interested, please. <laughs> <laughs> Classic spiral, adding nothing of use to this fucking podcast. Beat of the month. <laughs> He's not a meal. I mean, come on. If a meal listens to this that long to hear that, then I'll apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh. can continue. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, fucking a meal. Go ahead, Muff. Beatofthemuff.com, man. That's what I said, beatofthemuff.com. Beatofthemuff.com. We got all your fucking needs. Booty whips, punani treats, bad beats, Mara's dead, gonna sleep good tonight. No VR. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. We will catch you next time. We're going to be back in one week. We're switching to a weekly format. We will be back in one week with space games, the look at the space games that we played in the month of March. So please stay tuned then, and we will catch you next time. Peace out. Hey, Mother Fathers. It's the Beat of the Month Mario Eulogy. With a beat of the month, beats is our game. We're not like the others, clean cut and lame. Your pipes are clogged, we'll check out that bubble, 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 but, bubble, but, bubble, bubble, but, Now Mario's dead, yo, don't blame the beats. I bet it was her, that Princess Peach. She been had fucking Koopa, Troopas, and DK. Don't forget Toad and Luigi, okay? Bubble, 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 butt. Take your tits from side to side. Come on, let Moth and Dark side up inside. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Guess that star power ran out, oh, bitch.